Good evening, I'm Julie Chen. Wake up, everybody! But first... I cannot, I cannot on my daughter's birthday. Disgusting. Anybody want cake? I want to welcome you guys all to my big brother funeral. I can't find an individual to hate, because I hate you all. Welcome to Knocking All Personal. Hey. We are a Big Brother podcast here talking about all things Big Brother, more specifically the events of this past week. I'm Nathan. This is Tony. How are you doing, Tony? Hi. Welcome back to Talking About hey, Big Brother. I'm doing well. Thank you for the welcome back. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just here, man, living life. I feel like, yeah, we watched a couple of episodes of shows, and it's happening. It- it's it's happening. That's the, <laughs> couldn't have said it better myself. Did I did I do well? Did I lead that you off did, really you did well? Great. I I am. Um, retention is good. We just finished watching this episode of a eviction, unanimous of Mimi going home, and an HOH competition, and I am my jaw was on the floor for multiple reasons Outrageous. in this episode. <laughs> The first, I'll say we got probably the most bitter exit this season thus far. And yeah. Oh, absolutely. One of the worst HOH wins, I think, as far as like, let me, okay, let's just put this into perspective. She earned it. She earned it. She studied. She got. She used that young brain of hers. She she wrote thirty four year old brain. Well, thirty five. She had a birthday this week in the house. I don't know if you saw that. No, I didn't see that. I'm glad I didn't see that. I don't care. <laughs> so when she wrote down her answer, I literally say aloud, "I was like, that is one of the worst answers I've ever seen on Big Brother." Was it like twenty seven at first? It was twenty seven. The question, okay, was how long was Jared a zombie from entering the house as a zombie to losing the competition? Or wait, was it Cameron? One of the two. Doesn't matter. Same it was, it was Jared. Okay. Right? So, I mean, seven days. You should know that if you're in the house. Like, I knew that. I mean, it's like, oh, well, it's just seven days. Just, like, you know, do the math. Like, get close to that. Like, whatever. Yeah. 27 minutes. And then she adds a six, which is, like, 10 hours. <laughs> But then she did her best. (laughs) But then Felicia comes in, writes down around forty nine thousand. Which did you do the math on this of how how long it is? No, but I'd love for you to tell me. It's thirty four (laughs) days. Yeah, he was asked how long he was in the house. Period. Right. That's what they were going for there. Ah. So, basically, this competition was decided by what is closer to a week, 10 hours or 34 days? That's, that's <laughs> what this was. It's a good question. People have been asking. Oh, man. I, I'm pretty sure Julie had uh, Felicia read hers because she was, like, letting the producers be like, wait, which one's close? Like, those are both so far away. Which one's actually closer? And then they're like, oh, it's this one. Yeah, because I think it was, it was around 10,000, which, mm-hmm. like, again, I, I don't know. I guess most people just aren't good at quick math like that. Like, I don't think I would have got it, but, like, I knew the steps right away. I was like, okay, seven days, let's just figure out how many minutes in a day. You know what I mean? Like, you can Mm -hmm. eventually get there, so maybe you're just on the spot and you just panic, but, like, 
oh man, I would love to think that I could do better than that, but maybe I was about to start doing it, but then Felicia was just like milking the clock for so long. And I thought we were finally going to get a situation where Julie's like, you know what? Your answer doesn't count. Bowie wins. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been, well, and I think like if she would have won, that would have been a little less like satisfying because she got so much time to like do all the math where like Bowie just like mm-hmm. got his instinct, which 27 done, minutes done that. But like, oh, man, <laughs> hey, I love when people are rewarded for awful answers. That's yeah. the best. She could have left it at 27 <laughs> and she still would have won by like, yes, 30,000. <laughs> yes. No, she absolutely because 27 minutes is closer to a week than 34 days. is. <laughs> yes, People have been saying. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I was I was really hoping Felicia didn't win. That's very much where I was at at that point. I don't know about you. I I think I was okay either way. Only for the I think just like storyline of here is someone that kind of blew up the house in a way this week. We'll, we'll talk about whether or not it was a good decision to keep her. I think for some people it was not. And so I, I feel like that decision. would have been very entertaining for all of them to just have to eat that immediately. Like, oh, shoot. Yeah. We should have voted this person out. Um, we should have considered this. Yes. So for that reason, I'm disappointed. But yeah, I'm not like, I'm not rooting for Felicia. And so I'm just, I'm excited to see, let's see Bowie Jane actually commit to something. Because where does she actually lie in this game? I have no idea. I cannot confidently say she is 100% with this person because she is very good at floating. Now she has to make some moves, so let's see what kind of game she has. It seems like she's been very much with... Well, she's she's with Cameron for sure. I think that's been kind of the reality for a while because they've never done anything to split apart. And then I feel like it's Jag and Matt. Like I feel like she's just ra- around for a lot of the strategy conversations that they have and i think that's intentional by their part because that makes her feel a part of it so i think it's gonna i think it's gonna be those three that three that she's riding with this week yeah yeah i i think you're probably right i think like and i mean it's hard to know i i feel like there is something with Corey in america and i don't think she's gonna like target them specifically um and i don't know if we want to talk about mimi just grouping them all together as a trio which is feels kind of insane <laughs> like just to be like hey these are the three people in the alliance that are <laughs> i mean i don't know i did not see where that yeah. was coming from at all the, yeah she just seems so people just seem to like pick those two as their that's what this whole house seems to be doing this entire season for the first half of the season cameron was the focus of everyone's hate everyone hated cameron and everyone wanted cameron out and now he's finally been able to like get rid of that a little bit but people just hate Corey in america and they just want to get those two so bad and so they're just throwing everything at those two specifically and are they playing a perfect game absolutely not have they lied to felicia and mimi absolutely uh but still it feels like the whole house is like the target is so squarely on them that nobody's paying attention to everybody else and i think that's it seems like to me and i think that's very interesting yeah, and it's interesting too because it feels like the people that are mostly paying a target on them are the people that almost can't do anything about it. You know, like we saw Jared put them up when he was HOH, mm-hmm. but the plan was to backdoor Cam. So it's like even though yeah. 
like <laughs> you are very and that was after their big fight Corey and jared's fight so he's like yeah but not, you're not my target still so it, it's weird because like they are kind of the target but i don't i don't think that matter jag would necessarily go after them if they won at least not this week maybe so it's like it's hard to tell like who would actually take this shot like yes i think felicia probably would um sari probably definitely would um you know but like cameron like he isn't touching them so i don't know it like they Mm -hmm. are the target but yet they're not in danger quite yet it's very fascinating everyone's scared to take the first shot because I think Cameron and the the two groups to me right now are Cameron and America and at least that they're showing us and then Jag Matt and Cameron. Um, um I think Blue Corey, is kind of a part of that. Uh you said Cameron and America, Corey and America. Just Corey and America. Sorry, Corey and America. <laughs> just Cameron, just so no one's confused listening. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Then Cameron, Matt, Jag and probably Blue is also included in that. And that feels like the the split Bowie Jane fits into one of those two, I think. Sari, I think, is just, like, hands off. Like, I just need to not do anything for a few weeks, and that'll... Mm-hmm. And she's just gonna slide right by. No one seems worried about her. Felicia seems to be her separate camp that's against Corey and America. But between the two groups of Corey and America and then Matt, Jag, and that whole crew, they're just... No one wants to take that shot. So they're just waiting around. I don't think Bowie Jane is going to take that shot. It wouldn't surprise me if it was Sari and Felicia on the block this week or something like that. I think you're probably right. Just because it's the, the safest thing, and I mean, you could take that Corey in America shot. <laughs> Corey in America and then backdoor Felicia, that'd be fun. But that's, you like, you don't need to backdoor Felicia. Yeah. So you, you don't, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of want um... Bowie Jane to do what Jessica did in Big Brother 21 and just like blow the game wide open by taking putting just the two big, strongest people up on the block and being like, all right, figure it out, guys. Who's going to who's going to win this? Yeah, I think the main difference between that is like Jessica wasn't working with the strong people necessarily. Like the, mm-hmm. those were opposite. Where Bowie like she doesn't need to take that shot, and I I do wonder like was there a part of her that maybe shouldn't have won this week? Like I I get yeah. that Mimi just called her out, but even of those three, she's probably the third to go behind Corey in America. So I don't know. I just wonder like was this the week to go all out? And maybe maybe she tried to throw it with a horrible guess and somehow maybe. <laughs> and then was I, like, this is too bad. I can't I can't do this. So she threw in the six and. I mm, that's I kind of want to believe that I want to believe that she because I don't want to believe that she is that bad at math, but maybe she is. Well, it wasn't math like there was no math involved. I, I think I think it's unfair to say she just wrote down a number like I feel like she did what what it's supposed to be. I don't think you're supposed to have time to like calculate exactly what it is. It's like, hey, write down what feels right in the moment. And so she's like I... 27 final answer <laughs> i guess so but there has to be like just a no. split second math to know that 27 minutes is 27 minutes right you, you want to know what my my split second thought was i was like frick i don't know a million like that's genuinely <laughs> yeah, what popped a, million <laughs> a million and i thought about it a little bit i was you, like you know it's, it's probably not a million i should probably you, erase a couple zeros <laughs> But I mean, like you—you you have time. You have time to think about it. It—it it doesn't have to be just. All right, whatever. I think um, I was leaning more seconds than anything else, if I'm honest. But... That's fair. Let's back it up a bit. 
because uh, we didn't talk at all about Cam's HOH, which we don't have to talk much because it's over now. But recording last week, we didn't know that he won an HOH. Uh, and he wound up winning HOH and Veto this week, which is oh insane. Are you confused by yeah. that? Uh, you were like, Cam's HOH, and I was like thinking back to weeks ago for some reason, no. and it just didn't register this that he is... was HOH this week. He's always HOH. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, I should have assumed. This is number three and his second veto, maybe? That's an, yeah, he's he's actually a terrifying player to play against, I think. I should have looked this up, but I would be very interested to see, like, the percentage of HOHs that he wins that he's able to compete in. Because, like, there has also been, um, before this coming week, two that he wasn't able to play in, you know? So, mm-hmm. like... How many HOHs have there been this season? I mean, not that many. So the fact that two of them you rule out from him competing in, and then he's won three of the ones he can compete in, like that's kind of crazy. It's a insane stat, and you got to wonder if people are just regretting every single week that they didn't vote him out the very first time they had the chance when they voted out his SOM instead. He's competed in six, and he's won three. That's insane. <laughs> if I'm doing my math right, that's actually that's that's so wild. That's got to be one of the highest percentages, right? Oh, uh, for sure. I mean, just think like if he wins next week. There's I'm... some pretty high ones because there's people who have won like four or five. So I'd have to I'd have to pull up the numbers. Well, we can look into that once we right, see we'll the totality of his game. This would have been a great episode to have that. So we'll talk about next week when he probably wins again. <laughs> Yeah, yes, we probably will do that. Uh, what did you think about his plan this week, which seemed to shift a little bit, go back and forth, uh, but ultimately the initial goal was to get out Felicia. He does that by putting up Felicia and Mimi. Uh, is that the correct move for him? I mean, it seemed to like not destroy his game and probably helped in some areas, so I like to think that you know, overall it was a pretty good week for him. Absolutely. I, I think there was, that was the, the route to go. And even when it came to the the potential backdoor of Corey, I don't... He's finally kind of out of the spotlight. I don't see why he should put himself back into the spotlight by taking a shot like that. Because now he has a big move on his resume that people also have to be worried about on top of his just strong ability in comps. So I think it was the right move to just focus on those two. Um, and just keep it the same. And then that's that's all he really did this week. Their decision yeah. to take out Mimi, interesting. It, it's interesting. I don't know if I love it. Well, but I think Cameron. I think Cameron overall. Yeah, let's stay on Cameron for a second. I think we, he had a great week. Well, I was just gonna say before we get to Mimi, I think we should really talk about the potential backdoor for Corey mm-hmm. because that was very close to happening. And yeah. everybody seemed to know it, including Corey, uh, who found out from Cameron himself. I think when Cameron finally decided, like, hey, I'm not going to do this move, he decided to tell Corey, throwing Blue under the bus, which mm-hmm. sets alarms off in Corey, because Corey then connects, like, wait a minute, Jag and Matt probably knew about it. And they did. Jag and Matt very much considered, like, Absolutely. hey, let's let's do this. Uh so, yeah, I mean, like, I think you, you did say, like, it probably wasn't the week to, you know, do that to Corey. And I, I, I think I agree with that. Like, I don't know who that really helps, uh, especially because Corey seems to be the person that most the house is targeting. So 
there would be very few games that I think that would actually benefit, um, especially for, like, Matt and Jag, where Corey is still, like, trusting them, you know? So it's like, why why would you want to get him out right now? Like, I think there's still plenty of weeks to do that, especially because Corey doesn't seem to be winning a lot of competitions to save himself. Mm-hmm. And then I, I don't think it actually impacted anything, but Felicia's speech made it clear that you might not have to take that shot in that there's two pe- there's two other parties that are battling each other. Let them fight it out, and then you can just come in and take out whoever's left. Like, don't... It's unnecessary to dive into a battle that you weren't you weren't a part of. Right, exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, overall, I think it ended up being a pretty good week for a lot of people, which you have to wonder, like... I mean, that can't be true. Like, somebody did have a bad week because of it, outside mm-hmm. of Mimi, clearly. But I just, like, I don't know who it, it is, you know? Like, I, I can't really figure out. I think, ultimately, for Corey in America, probably keeping Felicia was not the best decision. Mm-hmm. But I also wonder, the way that Mimi went out, was there some of that that she had inside the house with them already? And keeping her with that, you know what I mean? Like, I have I can't believe that, like, all of that is just because she got voted out. Like, there had to be more there that made her not trust them. So maybe getting her out was the best move. Mimi didn't trust anyone. Like, I don't think she trusted anyone in the house the entire time, which honestly, not a bad strategy, but to sit there and pretend that they're ridiculous and that you're, you're smart because you didn't trust. Like, I don't know. She, she was a lot of talk and not a lot of actual like moves or gameplay that meant anything. And so, Mm To me, it's just chatter. It's just trying to build yourself up. She said she wanted to come back and play. Like, I don't want to see her play again. She had a very boring game. What we were saying is she's in a good spot and she was collecting information and hopefully it was just going to go to work soon. She didn't do that at all. She didn't fight for herself at all. Like, get out of here. Yeah. (laughs) You just kind of accepted your fate. Yeah, I I completely agree. Yeah. And... There was even a moment, I think, today where, like, she finally figured out, like, oh, I I think I'm the vote. Like, I think this is going this way. And she just accepted it. Like, she just spent time in the bathroom all by herself, doing her hair, just, like, getting ready for, a vi- like, after knowing this information. And that's just not, like, you have to continue to fight up until the very end if you want to play this game. And while I do think there was, like, potential there, it's just, like, nothing ever came from it you know and i think her Mm. lack of commitment to so many people is what really did it because like there were even like weeks ago where it felt like her and Corey were having good talks like it felt like oh there Mm -hmm. could be something here and there was a final four with them all you know but it's like why wasn't that more solidified like there is clearly more you could have done to make Corey in america feel like oh this is a real thing because nobody felt like it was a real thing with her yeah and i think Sir, or what's her name? Julie. I said, sir. Julie called her a super fan when she was sitting out there. I don't know if I got the super fan vibe from her ever, but I definitely don't think she was there to really play the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she was, she would like have game conversations, whatever. She wasn't trying to make alliances and maybe she was just trying to avoid all the fluff and all, but like that's part of the game is making alliances that are never going to actually do anything. Like part of the game is, being nice to people and talking to everyone and like being a part of those conversations, even if you know that you're not going to at the end of the day, be with those people and fight for those people. Right. And to just blame it on them being fake and like manipulative and lying or whatever. It's like, yeah, that's the game. If you're a super fan, like you expect that. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I didn't know I had such strong feelings about her, but right now it was just like making me mad how much how bitter she was. I will say uh I have noticed that's a trend with you. you. You don't seem to like a lot of bitter players like that. I think like her exit is something that you consistently like don't love. I don't know. I I'll have to pull up other examples, but I, I think it tracks. I think it makes yeah, sense to I me. Think... I think I don't like bitterness when it's like you weren't doing anything to actually be a part of it or well, to actually. Well, especially because I think like in her case, it really felt like she was just being a sore loser. Like that's what it yeah. felt like. So and like, I, yeah, I don't yeah. disagree with you. I, I also... but you're just sensing a trend that you wanted to point out. All right, I, <laughs> I think like you. when when you started going, I was like, oh yeah, this makes sense why Tony doesn't like her because she did this. I, that's all. And I haven't like been opposed to her all season. I've been like, oh, and. That's because I'm the, like, see the, like, potential in her gameplay. I was like, oh, she might be able to make something happen. And, yeah. yeah. No, game potential. Of the game. Great potential. No, no. Should have kept her around. <laughs> Felicia's like. All right, moving on. Corey in America. Corey's mentality that keeping Felicia would be funny. I love. I love it. But <laughs> when you are, like, public enemy number one at this point. You doing something because you think it's going to be funny. And that thing that you're doing that you think is funny is saving the one person who you know is going to go for you. Right. No matter what. Right. The humor kind of has to take the back seat, my guy. <laughs> you can't just do that. I, I love the conversation when Matt and Jack are like, how do we break it to them? And then Corey volunteers it. He goes, what if, yeah. what if they're like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay, sure. Like, just playing along. It's like, dude, you are just doing their dirty work and mm -hmm. allowing them to escape by without having to, like, oh, man. But, yeah, no, when he said that, I was like, okay. I think he he's clearly a super fan, unlike Mimi, and, like, yep. it gets what we want. He knows what we want. I'm like, you're right, Corey. That would be very funny. And that's, like, the type of logic I would have all the time in the house. Like, oh, this yeah. would be really funny. I don't know if I'd act on it, but, like, that, that is you, what would bring it up. in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I he he has I think he, or he tries to have some of that showmanship that we've talked about some like the theatrical aspect of being a big brother player but I feel like he's not doing big enough moves so far to to be theatrical with well I feel like he just has to win something you know I mean like his one HOH in the double like he got Jared out that was a big move you know and was a big he move. has that Absolutely. on his resume so I think like he has the uh the willingness to do it if given the chance but he doesn't have the chance because mm -hmm. he can't win these things you know it's just like he he can't win these competitions so like what move are you gonna do <laughs> you're just gonna this one probably should have been all his. the moves yeah 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 probably right um i was I feel like i was about to say something else about that i have a question for you well yeah, can you can come back to whatever you're thinking um, i might not think of anything <clears throat> how much credit or like where do you allocate from what you have seen, the credit of this flip off of Felicia to Nicole. Ooh, that is, I, I would say, and I, I'll be honest, I haven't been as in depth with the feeds this week, mostly mm -hmm. because it has been pretty predictable. Uh, but from what I've gathered, I think the episode did a pretty good job as far as like, I think Matt and Jag were definitely considering it. And then Corey and America were considering it separate. So it's really hard to tell, like, which side actually wanted it the most. Um, 
but I think just kind of like independent thought. Of yeah. Well, it, yeah, and that's the weird thing though, because like every week you have there's only two options, so mm-hmm. you run through both of them. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's like it's more so who was the one to get the ball rolling, and I I feel like yeah I don't know I, I want to say Matt, I want to say Manchak probably. Mm-hmm. I because I think they were the ones that entertained Corey saying it out loud first. Yeah, I th- I think that's fair, and I think that it'd be wild if they presented it as those two, and it really wasn't those two. And it honestly sounds like something CBS might do, but usually you want them to present like, okay, this is how it actually happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would I would lean towards those two as well. It's just so hard. It feels like there's the the one person in those conversations. When it's first brought up that says something or makes a a firm statement that's like, this goes from like a joke consideration to like, oh, we're actually considering this. And then maybe even another like one person says one thing that makes it like, oh, we might actually go with this option. Mm Because, you know, you know how it is. You like joke about like, oh, we could do this. We could do this. And then one person's like, oh, I actually want to do that. And that just shifts the entire conversation to like, oh, are we going to do this now? I'll go with you if you want to do it. Yeah. So. We didn't get to see who that was. Yeah. Do you think Felicia going after Corey, do you think that actually impacted anything? I actually... Corey and everybody. I think it probably helped her with some of those other people like Matt and Jag and probably even Cameron a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. like, we, we didn't actually see a conversation uh, on the episode with, like, them telling Cameron that the vote was going to stay this way, and I'm not 100% sure how that went down, but... Like, clearly, he knew, like, everyone knew about it. You know, even Suri and Blue, mm-hmm. who they were originally going to blindside, which I do have a thing to say about that in a moment. Um, so, like, I, I don't know. I think, like, her blowing up gave a lot of those people, like, hey, she will not come after us if we keep her because she just told us who she is after, you know? So yeah. that's even more reason where it's like, we're in America. Was that the best move? Because I don't know. So that, I, I think it helped them a lot. Yeah, I think so too. I, which bums me out. Cause I'm like over Felicia. I feel like she's, she's so much more confident than I feel like she should be <laughs> based on like the game that she's played. And that always bothers me. When people are just, like, so cocky and, like, making threats, like, you don't mess with Felicia. It's like so many people have messed with Felicia this season. Like, what do you mean you don't mess with Felicia? Um, And then she stayed, and I feel like she's going to have a big head about it. And if she won HOH, she would have been insufferable, I think. So I'm very glad that didn't happen. But undoubtedly, (coughs) she did do something with that. I think think that's fair to say. Yes. Uh, The thing I was going to say was Serene Blue, which we didn't see in the episode. But Matt and Jag very much caught on to Corey's plan on the live feeds where Corey wanted to blindside, specifically Blue, more so to further separate Matt and Jag from her so that like, oh, she they? would be on the opposite side of the vote. Yeah, so he mentioned it in the DR in tonight's episode. Like, I want this to be a blindside for people so that there's a clear distinction, you know? And Matt and Jag, mm-hmm. they figured it out. Like, they talked to her like, this doesn't make a lot of sense. Like... If we do this, Blue will not work with us. I think that's what Corey wants. So, very smart of them to just make this, again, like we said, anonymous votes are boring to some, but, like, it's smart for a lot of reasons. And for Matt and Jag, like, that was a good move because now there is no separation of who they're more aligned with, whether it be Suri, Blue, or Corey America. So, I think it made sense. Um, 
and I don't know, Corey and Blue is a weird feud that is fascinating. I'm excited to see how that continues because Blue Blue really wants Corey out. Yeah, Blue that that's one of the things. Like if people just decide that they like don't they want somebody out and they're out on the opposite side of them and then they just build up this like hatred for these people. And like to be fair, we see every aspect of these people's lives. We don't see the polished answers that they have. I'm sure these people like Corey as a person, but we get to see that like when you get done hanging out with somebody and you're like, man, they were so annoying when they did this. Like people do that all the time. Or like, did anybody else notice when they said this? Like that happens. Yeah. But it's just so amplified. And when you're with other people, you just get so when you're with the same people, you just get so sick of them. And so it's interesting to see how just like wanting to get somebody out suddenly turns into just absolutely despising someone. Yeah. And she did get she did he did get her poo out, so that was that's tough too. Uh speaking of, do we want to talk about Jared at all? Have you seen any of his ex interviews or post him being evicted? I saw him explain I the only one I saw was him talking about <clears throat> he had just broken up with his girlfriend or whatever. They weren't actually together. They were in a weird spot, and so that's kind of where Blue was at with her ex, and so they kind of found each other as like someone to like lean on almost during that because i don't think they're like dating or planning on dating necessarily but a cuddle yeah. buddy essentially that's fine uh, that makes sense and that i like yeah i like feel bad that that wasn't completely understood because if that if i knew that that was the case i probably would have been more okay with it but people kept saying he had a girlfriend or someone mm-hmm. that he was still something with and so i was like that's pretty scummy <laughs> and then cbs yeah. stopped showing it which made it feel more scummy like they were hiding it from everybody no it was very weird but yeah that was the main thing i wanted to just say because he has talked and I, i'll say i don't know i've been pretty surprised with a lot of his interviews and he seems like very at least willing to be accountable for a lot of the things that people have problems with more so than other people who were in his position and come out like like Daniel from last year, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I just wanted to give him some props because yes, we uh definitely were not fans of him inside the game, <laughs> and who knows? You I... know, is he telling the truth or not? Now you can't. You know, we'll just take him at his word and see. I guess doesn't actually matter though <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, I like to think for the most part, I was just not a fan of him as a game player. Like yeah, oh, there was the stuff with Blue that I think was I, I a like little. I like hated him as a person. That was my issue. Yeah, I just want. I wanted to make sure you differentiated. You're a bad person <laughs> for hating him as a person. But yeah, like I, I don't think I had many issues with him. Like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, worth uh, noting. Actually, Maybe not. wait. So this is this is this is a funny update for us. Okay, so our we're on TikTok, right? Um, yeah, I have have not been posting a lot there. I kind of burnt out on <laughs> but Fair. so you know early on in the season i was just getting roasted because one of our videos went pretty viral of me commenting how is he probably didn't watch all the seasons twice you know uh yep. that has shifted this week i think because jared got voted out he's been popping up more on people's algorithm and i made a video uh pre-season when the cast was announced talking about him being Cerise's son now this was before Sari, we knew Sari was on a season, so this was yeah. just like, "Hey, Sari's son's on." So I made a video, being like, "Hey, here's like the big shock of the cast, right? This is Sari Field's son. Like, let's hope he's like, you know, good as as good as her or something. Like, there's might be potential. Like, that was the video, right? I didn't know anything yeah. about him, 
So Pete, that video is getting some traction this week, and people are commenting what? just like, just like, oh, what do you think about him now? Like, oh, this didn't age well. It's like, well, yeah, okay, come on. It's, it's very funny. So I, you're just like, I had the most vanilla takes ever, and you're still <laughs> mad that I had any takes at all. People are like checking in on the receipts on our podcast because I suggested he might have some of that Fields gameplay. So it's uh. Can't win on TikTok. Love it, though. You love people. You love people. Thanks for the clicks. All right, who else do we need to talk about that we have not talked about? I feel like we hit mostly everyone. The Uh, Matt and Jag duo are are doing some things, and I'm 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 here for it. It's fun to see them. I feel like they're they're actually playing the game, and that's and like seeing things and recognizing things, and I think it's cool. Are they in the best position in the house? I would say yes. I am yeah, especially confident. with Bowie as the HOH, yes, I think so. I think they are one of the few people where anyone could be HOH, and I don't know if they would have got touched. I don't. I think every other person, there's potential that they go up given the right person as HOH, but I don't think that happens with them. Yeah, honestly, I don't I don't know that they're... I feel like, I feel like maybe if America was HOH, she would have gone a little rogue, but... Yeah, but she's yeah. she's tight with Jag. Like they go honestly, back. yeah. That's so. True. I just I think everyone else has higher targets on their list, and even if there is suspicion that they might be playing the middle, right now the middle is like uh, safe to keep in. You know, like there's no threat of it. Like people have like active targets that are dangerous for their game, and Matt and Jag don't seem to be dangerous to anyone's game. And everybody's playing the middle. Everyone is. It's it's a. It's a whole season of middle. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah. Talk about big brother in, in the middle. Mid- middle brother? Yep. Hey, I was going to ask you. Yeah. Nathan, we're two-thirds of the way, just about, through the big brother season. Yes. And the jury just started. Yes. Now, we've talked in the past about how like we wanted seven-person juries. We thought that that would be interesting. I think that was before we would have this like battle back type thing, which made it extend even further and 17 house guests and a hundred day season. But regardless there, the, the people that are in there, yes, they were there for the whole time, but they're only saying they're only the people from the last third of the game. What do you, what do you think about that? Um, I still like it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to detect the wording of your question. Because it seems like I shouldn't oh. like it. Or is there no, no I was... it's just an open question? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I still think it's good. Uh, I think especially looking at the two people, which maybe that's bad, but like Jared and Mimi, who would have been in the jury, I don't know. I think I'm fine with them being like, not having to say in it, I suppose. But maybe that's just because I don't agree with the way they probably would have voted in the end. Uh, but yeah, no, I think like, because it's, it's more like the... You know, whoever's in the jury has seen pretty much the whole game. And so I think, like, these people, the person who is first in jury gets an extra two weeks in the Big Brother house, or actually three weeks, than the first person in jury in a nine-person jury. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I think I think that's good. Like, the fact that they've been in the house so long, you know, and get to see all that gameplay. And so, yeah, I, I'm still a fan of it. Uh, I think it's the long season that I'm still 
kind of like ugh, on, but that's that's, fair. A, that's a different conversation, I think. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think I think my thought with it is, it's so easy for, and everybody was there for the whole game, so it, it's not necessarily an issue. But everything is going to be so focused on this last third and how it's played in this last third. I feel like in the jury section. There's not going to be as much emphasis in the totality of the game because there's not people who only experience those earlier things to, I don't know, bring that aspect. Maybe that's not necessary. Maybe that's just my mind thinking that that should be a necessary thing. So I just wanted to get your thoughts. And yeah. at first I was like, I don't love the jury starting this late, but I think you make some strong points. Yeah, because I, I think like the jury starting earlier, all that allows is for that first person to have less time in the big brother house, which mm-hmm. I don't know if that helps, you know, that's like fair. I yeah. think that that's the major difference there. Uh, but I don't know. I'm still a fan of, you know, let's just shorten. Like it's been, I, I think I saw, I didn't fact check this. Okay. But I saw on Twitter today that it's been 50 days since uh Heisum was voted out, which is, yeah insane i mean we've been playing this game for over two months and so i think if anything i'm just a fan of like let's just like speed this up you know and i I get it like they have a weekly schedule but it's like could there be a week we have an eviction on a thursday and then also a sunday or something like I, i don't know i i think just like especially if we get to these last few weeks like i think you know, maybe the next week or so we'll, we can reevaluate. Like, do we think this season is still on track to be a good one? I would say as of right now, it still is. I think the zombie week really slowed it down and that kind of really messed up the pace where now it's like, I'm trying to get reinvested because I took a whole week off. But I think like, I don't know, this is, this is going to enter that slow zone of big brother where we get to the Mm -hmm. final six and the final five. And it's going to be like, Oh man, what do we even talk about? Because people have had their targets for weeks and there is very little game taking place at this stage in the game. Yeah. We are in a position though, where I feel like almost everyone left as a gamer, like they're all there to play. So we're not in that bad of a position, but I definitely agree that like, it's not the best. It's a tough spot. It's a tough spot because it's so slow and it's entering that part of the season. And that's just the reality of big brother. I can't, I don't think there's any really any seasons that it's like that end game was so cool. Mm-hmm. At least none that come to mind immediately. So it's just the reality of the game. And I wish it that if the game like accelerated as the season went, something like let's just find a way to make it easier, easier yeah. on everybody. Even I if always... we started with more people in the house and then sped it up like that, I would be okay with. Right. I always bring up season 21 because somehow they managed to make that final five interesting. That was yeah. really a make or break that season as far as who won. Um, but besides that, you're right. I think it's just a flaw of the game. I think it's, mm-hmm. you know, like there's there's nothing you can really do to make it more entertaining other than to speed it up. Like we don't need to see a full week of four people in a house. We don't need to see a full week of five people in the house. It's just too much. Yeah. Survivor learned that lesson and they just said, hey, we're at final six. This is our last episode. We're just going to. They did. have a two-hour finale. <laughs> <laughs> just show, just like skip all the stuff that you don't care about because we're yep. not gonna bore you. Uh, anything else about this week of Big Brother that we need to discuss? Nothing about this we week. No. All right, cool. Did you like? Uh, we brought back a movie reward for the veto. 
That was fun. I did. I, man, there would be no part of me that would be interested in watching that movie. So when they were like, you get to watch this movie and invite friends, I'd be like, I do not want to go. No, thank did you. It, didn't you just watch The Exorcist? I think I said I did. <laughs> I did watch The Exorcist. So, but you don't want to watch this one? Okay, so I watched The Exorcist while I was working in the middle of the afternoon. That, with is, the wind that is not the way to watch that movie. <laughs> hey, it was good. I... My... I enjoyed it more than I would have if I did it at night with the blinds closed. <laughs> My favorite part about it was Blue uh, shouting out the director, David Gordon Green. <laughs> she goes, David Gordon Green, you're the best. Like, I've always been a is... big David Gordon Green fan. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There is, there's no <laughs> way that you knew who that man was, okay? I I barely know who he is, and I'm way too invested in movies. Like, there's like that's not a household name that you just like David Gordon Green. He did it. He did it again. <laughs> there's no way. Did he direct no anything else big? Uh he directed the I think the last three Halloween movies, the ones that just came oh, out. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Let me let me double check I'm a my big work David now. Gordon Green fan. Then now I got it. Now I got double check to see if I'm correct about that. Um, and the uh. Wait, wait, wait. It's not good radio. Yes, he did. Okay. Trilogy. There's that. Hey, Uh, I got one more thing before we wrap this up, because we still have to record a whole podcast about Survivor. We do. Word on the street is CBS is reaching out to people about potentially an all-winners season of Big Brother this winter. Yes. That's not me saying that it's going to happen or if it's even likely to happen. But it's nice to hear that they're reaching out to see if there's interest in such a thing. Um, and maybe we'll get like some sort of all-star winter season. I'd be down. I'd be down if it's a shortened version, you know? Like the Celebrity Big Brother format, I think, worked really well. Yeah, but I think they're trying to fill time because of this writer strike and actor strike. So I think it's probably gonna, they're probably trying to do a full, full season. I think you're right. I think our only hope is that the writer strike is potentially over, so we could. But the actors are still on strike, right? Yes, although they were coming to a deal. I think this coming week, or okay, not coming to negotiating. I don't know. Different podcast. Cool, cool, cool. We can we can discuss. Anyways, <laughs> yep. But yeah, potential uh, winter season and like maybe all winners, which would be so sick. That would be sick. Hey, Dan is currently filming the trader, so maybe he's yes. back in. That's that's hope. He should. They should make him play Survivor now. That's what they should do. Well, Nathan. Well, Tony. Let's uh, let's wrap this up <laughs> for more episodes. Uh, to listen to our coverage of Big Brother and Survivor, which we will be recording in a moment. Visit notgameallpersonal.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, at NGAPpod, at NGAPpod. I'm Nathan. This is Tony. And we will see you next week. Remember, love one another.